Hello, and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 33. John and Wendy talk to Carlin Borsinko. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How are you, John? I am very, very well. How have you been? Been very well. We're uh, getting ready to start planning September's chat, which doesn't seem like it should be September already, but getting ready to put some questions together so we can start talking about employee relations. Yay. Everyone's favorite topic, right? (laughs) I think so. I'm very, very excited about this one. If you are listening to this show when it it launches uh, on September 20 or right after, right before that monthly chat, you may have heard the episode that came out right before. We did a special episode with uh, Deborah Squires from Namely, and we're really, really excited to announce that Namely is going to be our sponsor for the chat about employee relations and how to do them well. Really just love working with the folks at Namely. They're awesome. And they have they share great content. They've done a lot of really mm-hmm. cool things in the community already. If you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and listen. I'm sure it's got great stuff going on in it. I know it does because I recorded it with Wendy, so I know it's going to be yes, great. Yes, uh, we know it's awesome. But we are we are really <laughs> excited to have them on board as inaugural chat sponsor as well, and looking forward to it. But we talked about the chat. We talked about namely yeah. excited uh, first time I've ever actually gotten to speak to the guest tonight. Wendy, I know you've had some spent some time with her already. I'll let you make the mm-hmm. introduction, and we'll get started. Wonderful. Yes, so excited to welcome Carlin. She is an organizational psychologist and mindfulness expert and works with individuals and organizations all over the world to help create better work experiences. She is the founder of Zen Your Workplace and the author of Zen Your Work, Create Your Ideal Work Experience Through Mindful Self-Mastery. Carlin, welcome to the podcast. And our first question is, what's in your glass tonight? (laughs) Well, thank you guys for having me. What's in my glass tonight is a very mundane um, vanilla sparkling water. Ooh, Ooh. fancy. (laughs) Well, at least it's vanilla. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's better than no flavor sparkling water. (laughs) Exactly. I have no flavored tap water, so you got me beat, Carlin. You got me beat. Excellent. I've really been looking forward to this episode, Carlin, and getting a chance to speak to you. You know, we've traded notes on tour a little bit, and I see your stuff out there. I'd like you to talk a little bit about, because we really haven't had a chance to talk at all. How did you get started with this consultant business and, you know, Zen Your Workplace? Where did all that come about? You know, I mean, it's a little bit of a, of a weird road that I took to get here because I used to do marketing professionally back in the day. I was working for um, lots of different colleges and I was doing marketing on that level. And in the course of my work, I was working at Dartmouth and I met an organizational psychologist that they had on staff there as their director of professional development. And I had all be working in higher education. I had always wanted to do a PhD in something just as a self-actualization exercise. And I was like, oh, that sounds that sounds cool. Psychology and how it works in organizations, I'm on board with that. And so I started my PhD program and just didn't really know where it was going to take me, but knew that I wanted to do it. Um, in the course of that, uh, several years into it, it took me about seven years to finish that, uh, I ended up in a really toxic organization, really toxic workplace. And at that point, I was far enough along in my program that I knew that I wanted to help people that were having really negative work experiences because it impacted every part of my life. I was a newlywed at the time. It almost destroyed my marriage. I was depressed. It just impacted every part of my life. And I knew that I wanted to use the the knowledge I was obtaining to be able to help other people. So that was the basis for for Zen Workplace. Uh, It started as just a 
blog. It was just me launching a website and, and writing about some of the ideas I was having and thoughts I was having. And over time, it, it evolved to where it is today. Wonderful. I absolutely I love what you're putting out. And um, obviously, I sat in on your session at Sherm 18 and um, took got a lot of uh, takeaways from just that 20 minutes. So I appreciate that you did that and are um, putting all this out. So with uh, talking with your clients, what do you see as the number one workplace issue? Well, not just talking with my clients, but just in working with them, the number one issue I see is a lack of um, ability to deal with conflict productively. That is one of the biggest inhibitors that I see in teams today. And everyone always says it's a communication issue. People just don't know how to communicate. Not true. I mean, there might be communication issues involved, but usually that communication issue is centering around people not being able to have productive conflict, people not seeing that conflict is just a part of an iterative process that gets you to a better place. They take it personally and then people have uh, form negative relationships with each other because they don't agree and we don't perceive that people having a disagreement might actually be a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's not a personal insult, <laughs> you know? So that that tends to be the issue that I run into the most. And it's, it's a tough one to tackle because most people are not they don't want to fully embrace that, oh, I have to disagree with someone and have that be a good thing. You know, it's a tough one. Mm. That's true. Do you think that's changed, Carl? And I'm just curious because I, I think about my time in HR, you know, many years I've been doing it now. People are avoiding you know, conflict avoidance. They're not comfortable having those difficult conversations. Do you think it's exacerbated, you know, kind of in your time? You know, I know you talked about being especially in the toxic environment where you were prior to really launching your business, do you think it's become much more magnified over time or I never got know. better to begin with? Or what do you think there? I think it's changed its form. I think that's a, it's a good question. I think it's changed its form from it, from to being frankly, like more covert. When I talk about conflict, it's not just about not wanting to have tough conversations with people. Sometimes it's just about making sure there are diverse people in the room and they're, and they're looking at things from different perspectives. It's about inviting that perspective. It's about embracing accountability. And when a coworker says, Hey, Johnny Jones, you could be doing that better. And that's going to help out the whole team saying, Oh, you know what? That's right. I could be. And so I, I don't always think that conflict is exclusive to having those really tough conversations. A lot of it's just day to day interactions. That's great. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, so, Carlin, I know you work in a variety of options with with clients and, and with customers, you know, when it comes to coaching and, and you're doing podcasts, blogs in person. What's your favorite way of delivering content and, and why do you why do you favor that particular way? I have to say my personal favorite way of de of delivering content is one-on-one -on -one coaching because that's when I really get to get in there, I get to know someone and I get to help them push past even where they think they could go to achieve whatever their their personal goals or their personal success metrics are. And so that's what I really enjoy doing the most. But, you know, frankly, I, I offer a lot of varieties of ways of delivering content because people need to be reached in different ways. And I look at I look at some of these folks who and, you know, bless them, they mean well, but they have very specific ways that they do things and they go into organizations and they apply their method in every single organization they work with. If, if the only tool 
tool you have in your toolbox is a hammer, everything becomes a nail, right? I want to be able to, <laughs> to work with people in, in a way that is going to best serve them, um, regardless of what I happen to prefer. Very cool. So on a, um, a previous episode of our show, we highlighted your upcoming book and your pre-order book club as part of our HR Superfriend segment. How did you come up with the idea for this as your pre-order bonus? Well, and I, I so appreciate you guys highlighting my book. It's it's fantastic. Um, I came up with this idea because I, I run group coaching programs on a pretty regular basis on a variety of topics. And I actually have this group coaching program called Work Reboot that was part of how I developed the content for the book. And the book is filled with exercises. Every single chapter has exercises for people to work through individually to help them develop their own self-mastery. But what I found in doing these group coaching programs is that that when people, when other people were involved and they were meeting on a regular basis, it added an extra level of accountability to the process. So if they knew they had to get on a video and we were going to talk about um, how'd you do in the last week with those exercises, they had extra accountability to complete those exercises. So it gave them more structure to be able to push them further along to their goals. And so I really wanted to offer this uh, as part of the launch of the book because it's my first book and I'm pretty excited about it. So I wanted to do something a little extra special for people and you know it's it's hopefully something that I will continue to to offer in the future but it probably won't be free or just for the cost of the book (laughs) (laughs) well I know I mean the first thing I thought of was like oh it's like going to the gym and they go to the you know you go to a class and people expect you there and then if you're not there they they're wondering why you're there so I'm I am really excited about it I can't wait to get your book and um and dive into it well it's coming soon so I'm I'm so excited to finally get it out there. Like people don't understand. Like I wrote this book last year. It was done (laughs) almost a year ago (laughs) and traditional publishing just takes a while. And so I'm just ready for it to be out there already. (laughs) Carlin, I couldn't have you on and not talk about podcasting since you do your own podcast. Uh, I've listened to several, not listened to them all, but I've listened to several and I have to say it. Uh, it's great because I think some of your guests uh, will be coming up on our show down the road. Uh, so you have great taste, I, and I really appreciate that. <laughs> but you, you launched a show back in May, and can you tell the listeners a little bit about the concept, you know, kind of your format, and, and what's the response been like so far? Yeah, so the concept of it is honestly, I just wanted to have a place where I could I could uh, record content that was relevant to some of the ideas I'm talking about. So if I if I write an article or I tweet something and people have questions about it, I can say, oh, go listen to this podcast because I touched on it there. And so really, there there are several components to the podcast. Um, some episodes are just me talking about a topic and and elaborating on it. I'll be doing one about how to deal with toxic coworkers pretty soon. I'm gonna be doing a whole series on my thoughts on that and how to apply mindfulness to that. So that'll be exciting. I have another format where I actually bring people on and we do a live coaching call for the podcast. And this was actually based on um, anytime I'm thinking about taking on a new one-on-one coaching client, we always do a discovery call first, just to make sure that they understand how I coach and that I'm the right coach for them and that I understand I can help them with their problem. And I just basically took my discovery call and I, I took, I put it on a podcast (laughs) 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 to try to help people with, you know, who might be experiencing similar issues. Um, And then the last one is just kind of an interview or an informal chat a little bit like you guys are doing now. And I do those on a variety of topics. I just did one about early career professionals. And I was so excited that um, she didn't call them millennials. That was my big moment of that podcast. (laughs) 
it's like brilliant. <laughs> so talking about a lot about different things. I don't have a, a set schedule for the podcast like you guys do. I just kind of do them whenever inspiration strikes and whenever I feel like putting new content out there. Get I get a picture of like the Fraser Crane um, call-in show when I think about <laughs> you doing the coaching calls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> exactly what I'm going for, Wendy. <laughs> Hello, listener. That's awesome. So, Carlin, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of our show, our half-hour question connection. So, do you remember how you first connected with us? I believe it was at the Sherm 18 conference. I had heard about you guys beforehand, I think, but there's so many chats out there that yeah. I'm frankly confused. So, I'm Sherm 18. <laughs> That's fair. Finally we get that there. a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And there are there is a lot of chats. I, I took time to compile a list. So, yeah, there's a lot. God bless you. <laughs> Carlin, can you talk to us a little bit about how networking has helped in your career and what's been really effective for you when it comes to networking? You know, I'm going to make a confession right now that I probably shouldn't make. I hate networking. I, I feel like I'm horrible at it. Um, it's not something I've ever gone out of my way to do, but I do have a pretty extensive, you know, network that has just organically developed. And I, I, I'll tell you, when I went full time with Zen Workplace um, as my as my only source of income, I was continually shocked at how much my network was willing to help me with with that endeavor. People who I would have never suspected were like, I know someone, or I want to bring you in to work with our team, or stuff like that. So I think that I just kind of I, I never proactively developed my network, but it's been invaluable to me in terms of not only my professional business, but also just in terms of friends and keeping in touch with colleagues and stuff like that. That's the fun stuff. Uh, I, I don't think that either John or I, neither John or I would either also say uh, neither one of us would say we love networking because, uh, you know, who wants to go to a boring reception and play the name game? Right. Oh, it's the highlight of my week. Come on. <laughs> oh, we're playing the name game Wednesday night then. All right. <laughs> Carlin, who do you read and follow for HR insights or workplace insights? You know, the, the I, I tend to get a lot of my workplace insights just from clients I have or, or work I'm doing. That tends to be where I get most of them. I mean, Twitter is great for that. I follow as many of the Twitter chats as I can because you guys are always tweeting um, in the hashtag different articles or different ideas, things like that. And what I also appreciate about Twitter is that it's a place where if I have a question about something, like I can tweet out and someone's going to answer it and just put it in a few hashtags and I'll, I'll get an answer to it. Um, so that's probably where I I get most of my stuff. Um, I mean, and then there's just general articles that I see popping around the place. So um, I'm not pragmatic about developing my, my insights for, for HR at all, because I find that the knowledge is always out there if I'm looking for something specific. Carlin, we talk a lot about giving back to the community and, you know, most of the time we're talking about HR, but you know, in your case, how do you enjoy giving back to, to the community at large? What, oh, what do you like to do? Well, I, not just I, HR. Yeah, I mean, I, I love presenting at conferences, which is very much my form of giving back, because God knows most conferences don't even pay for my travel. Um, <laughs> some of them do. Um, but um, that's really what I love doing. I love being on a stage, presenting, helping people learn, um, throwing new ideas at them that they hadn't considered before. And so that's probably my number one thing that I really do enjoy. What's your favorite movie? 
<laughs> I actually had to think about this one. Um, what I've landed on, because my favorite movie probably changes, but the one that has stuck by me through most of my life that's always been there for me, that's on TV almost every day of the week, is RoboCop. Ah! <laughs> I love it. I actually, my one of my dogs is actually named after RoboCop. So, oh and, so yes, I that's got to be my my favorite. I will watch RoboCop any day of the week and really enjoy myself, no matter how many times I've seen it. <laughs> how about your favorite musician or band? You know, I I waffle around with music quite a bit i actually i i I, my publishers asked me to answer um what were you listening to when you wrote your book and i had to say well like shamanic ceremony music which is a little weird for some people but it's honestly (laughs) what i was listening to when i wrote it um but no i think my favorite band uh that i've listened to for a while is 30 seconds to mars uh i've listened to them for years way back when i remember i first saw them like they do these huge arena shows now but the first time i saw them was uh in northampton massachusetts with like 80 other people in like the small little club and it was just an amazing show and they put on such a great live show so final answer 30 seconds to mars (laughs) nice how about a favorite tv show this I don't really watch that much TV, to be honest. I like shows that I can binge. I like shows that I can kind of sit back and knit and not really have to pay attention to it. Maybe like, like maybe, well, I'll say my guilty pleasure tends to be like really bad reality shows. Like not Kardashians. <laughs> I don't do Kardashians. But like pretty much like anything on Bravo, I'll watch. Or <laughs> what I was watching this morning. Oh, God, I can't believe I'm actually saying this. I was watching the Making the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders team this morning. <laughs> I saw that advertised. Yeah. Oh, it's a great show. I love it. (laughs) Well, Carlin, I always have to find connection, and I have to say, so RoboCop was my number two movie of 1987, only to be beat by Predator, because it's one of the best Schwarzenegger movies ever made. But I, I, I will tell you that probably a year or so ago, also a huge comic book nerd. Two of my comic book artist buddies and I live tweeted RoboCop on a Saturday night because that's what you do when you're my age and you don't go out anymore. We all sat down, queued it up at the same time and proceeded to live tweet for the next 90 minutes about RoboCop. And it, it, it was an incredible amount of fun. We've not done it again, which is disappointing. But uh, yeah, that's a tremendous movie and certainly of its time. Well, again, if you, you ever want to do it again, you better get me in on that. I will. I will, I will let do you know it in a second. But now, you and I someday, John, we're gonna get. We're gonna have a beer together. And we're gonna fight about Predator being better than RoboCop because Predator it's, is definitely not better than RoboCop. It's just. It's. It's. <laughs> it is. In a, it's just different. But they're both great. I mean, it was. That's a really hard. That was one of those toss-up years. They were one and two. But if you're not watching RoboCop, not listening to Thirty Seconds to Mars, or Heaven forbid, watching a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader show, which I didn't even know existed. Uh, when you're not doing those things, what else do you like to do outside of work? Um, right now, I am knitting so much. It's actually it's starting to become a little bit of a problem how much <laughs> I'm knitting and how much money I'm spending on yarn. Um, so I, I do that. I also um, I do a lot of you know self-development work myself. It's something that I feel like if I'm helping other people to to create better experiences for themselves, I have to do it for myself. I spend a lot more time meditating than, than the average bear. Um, and it's something I really enjoy doing. It's something that, that helps me with the work I do. So those are the two big things probably. <laughs> what do you think you'd be doing if you weren't um, consulting? You know, I think I would be doing something where I could I could help people serve people in some way. Um, And I don't exactly know 
what that would be. Maybe I would be more of a traditional life coach, um, which some people do use me for more than more than I expect them to sometimes. So maybe I would go down that route, but it would definitely be about helping people and helping them push their perspectives outside of the box to to really change how they're experiencing the world. Carlin, I want to congratulate you. You have survived the question connection, the conversation (laughs) at large. And again, I'm so appreciative of of you taking part in this. You know, Wendy had found me at at conference after she heard you speak and she's like, we've got to have her on the podcast. She's amazing. (laughs) And, you know, again, I've been following your stuff now online and appreciate your energy and definitely dug the podcast that I've listened to. Probably many of our listeners are not necessarily familiar with you. So this is your chance now to let them know what's the best way to reach you about the book, anything that you want to share. Here's your chance. Sure. Uh, one of the best ways to reach me is I'm Dr. Carlin B on Twitter. It's K-A-R-L-Y-N. You can also find me at zenworkplace.com. And if you want to get more information about the book or how to get in the wonderful pre-order book club, uh, you can go over to zenyourwork.com for all the info on that. And when is the book actually launch? September 25th. Very good. Right right behind. So this show will be coming out just very, very soon, right before. It's excellent. We will put that all in the show notes for sure. Wendy, how about you? What's the best way for the listeners to reach you? Best way is always on Twitter. Uh, You can find me at Wendell93. You can also find me on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. Daily is D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. Also, welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, Send a little note. let, uh, Let me know you're listening to the show. And please join us on the fourth Sunday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern time for the HR Social Hour Twitter chat. How about you, John? Twitter, John, J-O-N underscore Thurmond, T-H-U-R-M-O-N-D. You can also reach me at LinkedIn if you want to connect there. I'd ask if you would send a personalized note. I'd really appreciate it. If you have a comment or question about the show or the monthly chat, you can send us an email, hrsocialhourpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook if you search the HR Social Hour. You'll find the show at hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. We're on iTunes, the Podbean app, Podchaser, hrpodcasters.com, Google Play, TuneIn, and Spotify. If you like what you hear, as we ask all the time, rate and review. It really helps us to gain more visibility, continue to build our community, and it just really helps us out. So please, if you haven't reviewed us, please do. Carlin, again, thanks for being with us tonight. And for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect, give back, and network. network. Take care, everyone. We'll see you.